we got uh, Ari here. He's a, a musician, a rapper, and uh, he's coming here to talk about his musical project. Uh, so what's going on, man? Where are you from? Where are you from, by the way? I'm from Maryland. You're on the East Coast, too, right? Yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Maryland. So we'll, we'll see each other in the future soon. More than, you know, around the world, in per se. But, yeah, dude, we're going to link for sure. Yeah, I have a, a recording studio in my house. You gotta come by, maybe you can lay down some tracks. Hell yeah, bro! Shit, yeah. What mic do you got? Like, are you in a booth or are you just? Oh yeah, I have a booth built. I I use a SM uh, ah SM seven B. That's what's up. What? Yeah, it, it's a journey with microphones. Was that your first mic or no? Because I had like five different mics I started out with. Well, I like it because it's, it's a dynamic mic, and it, it picks up nice, and, you know, Michael Jackson used it on the Thriller album, so it's pretty good. Oh, shit. Sheesh. Yeah, so it has it has some nice uh, nice dynamics to it. So wh- where did you get your name Harry from? It's funny because it's such a, it's a weird, funny name that I just can't get rid of. Like, my name's Austin, by the way, guys, but I go by A-Rye, but... It's my first name is Austin. My last name is Ryan. I went to a Catholic school for like six years. I mean, yeah, six years, bro. And I switched from Catholic school to a public school. And like my first friend that I made there, he was like, you know, yo, what's your what's your name? I was like, Austin Ryan. And he was like, yo, you have two first names. I fuck with that. Not like that. But he was like, yeah, I rock with it. But like, he was like, I'm gonna call you A-Rod. So I was like, all right, bet. So ever since then, People just been calling me that. I mean, it's a confusing name. People say Ari, Ari, you know, Ari, Arye. Like, it's whatever, but it is Ari, guys. Like, what's up? But I'm going to say it more in my music. I'm going to get tags for people to know how to say it and shit. But, yeah, that's how I got it for the most part. But I just run with that. But you can call me whatever. The good thing is you got the trademark next to it, so nobody's going to steal it from you. Facts. They, so, they look silly, but there is a Twitter account. I need to get that. I need to get the A Rod account. I don't know who I've been trying to get that for years. I've been on Twitter since 2009. I've been trying to get that account forever. Yeah, there's a there's an account out. Um, what is it? It's the Astro Zero account, right? Is it? Is it? Oh, no, it's Elon One or something like that. One of those is is taken, and it's a dude from uh, South Korea that we've been trying to message for like. <laughs> Six months now, and we told him we'll even buy it from him, but he he doesn't respond to us. So, and you can't even contact Twitter really because they don't listen. I mean, Twitter. I mean, no apologies, but I've been I've been trying to like contact Twitter about getting verified and stuff. Like, it's a, it's a process. I mean, I'm, you need like blogs written about you, but who cares about a blog, man? Fuck it. Like, it should be about the music and what you like your rapport. I feel like like if you've been on songs with certain people, I think that's our credibility enough. Or if you. you know, What's uh, up? How, how long how long you been uh rapping and producing music for? Shit, man. I've been I've been loving music ever since I was a kid. Like I had a drum set and I just like fucked around with that. I didn't really like take lessons. I just loved just being the drums. But I love guitar, I had acoustic, I didn't know how to play. I didn't I never I never I just dabbled with it. I never really got into it. I just knew I lo- I love music, but as I grew older I realized I like using lyrics like in school i really liked english and like writing poetry and stuff and writing stories but i just incorporated that like i guess in my middle school years i started listening listening to like who was it like little wayne a lot like little wayne was a big inspiration for me like making music man for real like this is the way he expressed himself so 
I started using my rock band microphone. Like, if you guys remember that game, <laughs> like I used my rock band mic and I hung it over my <clears throat> my ceiling fan. And I like made remixes to like Wiz Khalifa's like this Cabin Fever mixtapes and shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, I started like that and just started for fun. I, then I remixed like a Tiger song, Make It Nasty. I don't know if you guys remember that song. I was in like ninth grade, like 2009. And that was like the first song I released publicly, I guess, like told people about. Like I released stuff on YouTube and such, but I wouldn't tell my friends because I was like in a practice mode per se. I wasn't ready for it. So like, yeah, my, my ninth grade year, I released that song and people were saying like they liked it. So I just continued with it. And then I would say when I was 19, I took it more seriously when I got to college. Because, <laughs> like, me and my friend, like, we're not really friends anymore. But me and him, man, we just, we really, we would go out every day after school. <clears throat> but, yeah, like, we would we would make music all the time. And so, with so that, did you just, like... Uh... Like, me, me and my friends, we used to sit around and, like, there'd be a couple guys that would just, like, freestyle. So, did, did you just, like, freestyle and then you're like, wow, I'm actually pretty pretty decent at this shit? Uh, no, I thought the- I sucked ass. You thought you sucked? I, I, still, I still think I suck ass. Like, I got a lot of improvements to do. I'm not, I don't, like, like to say I'm, like, the best rapper. I mean, I got improvements to make. But, like, I just knew, I always knew I could improve on my craft. And I got a lot of encouragement from, like, other artists, like, Mike Stud was like a big one. He goes by Mike now. Like, I was like 16, like tweeting at him on this account. But it's crazy because like he was just he was a supporter at that time, and like he cared about his fans, and like that's why I care about. I don't like to say fans, but supporters, you know, because I, I feel like fans is like a, a weird word because like when I think of fans, I think of like fanning somebody down because they're hot. So I like the people. I like to think of supporters because they support you. And like what you do and what you like you they believe in you but yeah like i had encouragement from mike actually he he tweeted on my other account i deleted that account i still got the screenshots honestly because it meant so much to me i was like a freshman in high school and i was like mike like what keeps you motivated to go every day and he said he was like just like just knowing that you can improve every day is like motivation enough like and that just always stuck with me and he's like the only person that i ever got their lyrics tatted on me and, like, that's crazy because, like, I would never do that probably with anybody. Like, even Lil Wayne. Like, I love Wayne, like, crazy. But I don't think I get it. I don't know. Maybe. But not like that. But, like, my lyrics on the side, you know, his lyrics, it's, uh, um, you have to take the chance to know if it was worth it. So I just, I live by that. And it's on my ribs. And that was, like, the most painful shit I've ever been through. So I just remember that pain. And I just, it always sticks with me. Like, you always have to take the chance no matter what you want to do in life, you got to know, you got to know if it's worth it. Cause if you don't, then you're just going to be stuck in your head and it's going to eat you even more than not taking that chance. So, I mean, he spoke to me so much to that's his lyrics. So he's a, he's a goat for real. Shout out to Mike. So I, I've been, uh, I've been in metal bands and punk bands, uh, mostly as a vocalist for uh, maybe 20, 22, 23 years now. And, um, I don't know if you have the same problem, but when you hear yourself back on the recording, do you hate your own voice? Because I know I do. Hell yeah, bro. Not even a question. Every song. I'm, Dude, I'm the first one to say, like, I make a song, and, like, I have songs right now I haven't even released, and I'm waiting to release, that I know are good, 
but I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm already over it. Like, I'm ready to just release it and get over and get to the next one. Like, I like my password. You know, like, it's cool, but, you know, I always know you can improve. And it's 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 like you can't get lost in your sauce. You can't get lost in the sauce, man. Like, that's the thing. You got to move on and just try to get better. So, that's do you a- make? Oh, sorry, man. No, you make. Do you make your own beats, or do you have a producer make the beats for you? See, I started making beats in 2015, and I put one on there, one one beat that I made, and like that's one of people, one of uh, everyone's favorite song. It's called History, but I took a break, and I was like really trying to study it, and it took me a while, but I released my first beat again, well, since 2015 uh in december last year but that's the last song i released since then so it's only been two beats that i've made but i've been studying it it's it's definitely a it's a craft so you gotta learn but yeah i just it's it's hard but like i want to be in control of my own music I, I, don't, I don't like i like producing but it's i like working with producers but it's it's just with royalties like it was always hard with like i don't know like, unless you have a distro kid, then it's easy. But, like, I don't know. I haven't, I've, I meet, like, like shout out to producers, you know. But, like, yeah, I haven't really, like, talked to anyone like this. So it's, like, easier to just work with someone or just, you know, I don't know. You know I'll have to send you some beats that I make over and we could work on a little collab. And we'll, uh, I feel you, bro. Up, you know? Um, yeah. So when did, when did you start getting into NFTs? Oh, shit, man. Probably this year. Like, I just made my profile in March. So, I mean, it probably was in my face, but I just never realized it. But, yeah, March, I was, like, looking at OpenSea and, like, scrolling through. And, honestly, it's Gary V that really got me into it because, you know, he was always right, way ahead of people just saying shit about it. But that's what made me get into it. And yeah. I think there needs to be a little bit more... Um, a little bit more education brought into the music industry as far as how people could kind of control their own destiny with NFTs, especially with like royalties and stuff. Like you saw what Tory Lane did; that dude made a fucking small fortune just selling his selling his songs for like a, a penny each or whatever he was selling them for, and then off royalties, he made like a million dollars in an hour or something crazy like that. Yeah, I feel ignorant for not even saying that, dude, because. Gary V got me into NFT, but Tory Lanez got me into music NFTs because I saw what he did, and he's a goat, bro. Like Tory Lanez, goaded, bro. Like I, I remember listening to him since like the motto when he was like remixing like Drake and stuff, like Cat Bag. Like I got your bitch in my knapsack, like that kind of shit. Like Tory Lanez knows what he's doing, <laughs> so I always excuse me, guys. I like I said, I took a fat dab and it really hurt, but <laughs> doing something. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> That happens around here, you know, in the Twitter spaces. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like I saw him doing it and I saw Rich the Kid doing it. And I was like, yo, this shit's crazy. And then I saw Uzi doing it. And I was like, this shit's, there's something going on here. And I was really like, man, like, I really don't feel like, I never felt like a label was necessary. Like, I, I like labels, but I don't like them, you know. It's, it's cool, but it's not cool. And like, I'm just saying, like I, my some of my, my closest friends, they were my closest friends. I don't even speak to them anymore because they're on labels and I think people change and shit. No offense, I love them, but it's not the same anymore. Like it would be like, yo, what's up? If I saw them, like it's all love, even if they're in here, but it's not the same. Like I don't know, 
like we don't talk anymore. So I know labels change people because you get held back. You can't be yourself, really. I'm sure like I'm sure the label wouldn't be able to be like, yo, you can go ahead and just talk in this Twitter space. It's like it's that serious. Like you're a puppet for them. So with NFTs, I see the advantage. Like I'm trying to tell people like. Like this NFT, thank you for posting it up there. Like I put my I put that low for, you know, four dollars because I'm looking at it as a rookie card. You know, I want I have those copies for people to just grab and then hold on to it. Then be the label. You all be the label, you know, like. I'm not in control. Like, if you want to hold it and sell it, cool. Like, but if you want to just really hold it and, like, make it worth something, like a Mickey Mantle card, you know, Tiger Woods rookie card, like, well, not, not Tiger Woods, but I'm, I'm sure that'll be worth some one day. I'm just saying, I love Tiger Woods, but, like, a, let's say Charizard card. That's why I always refer to it. Like, that's what I'm trying to do with my NFT. Like, I want people to just do what they want, be my label and make the worth out of my music. Like, I don't want... That's why I'm just leaving up to them, you know? Yeah, I was in a, a touring metal band that we we did full U.S. tours. We opened up for some huge acts. Like, we, we went... I don't know if you know Slayer and stuff like that. We, we opened for Slayer, a bunch of other oh, yeah. huge-ass bands that we opened for, and this was in the early 2000s, and I didn't make a fucking penny from it. And... Really, like, it's because we were on a record label. That's how we got on these tours and stuff. But you couldn't make any money doing it back then unless you sold, like, 50,000 copies of your record. And selling 50,000 copies of your record when people don't know who the fuck you are is not an easy task, believe me. And, like, this, this is before, like, SoundCloud. This is before Bandcamp. This is before Spotify. So we couldn't even sell out on, like platforms that would even take a percentage of our sales you know so now like i feel like i was born in the wrong time frame because if i was born like i'm always exploring into stuff so like crypto is something that i, I really believe in and like nfts like if i was born now man i would have dumped my shit on there and done the same thing as you sell my stuff for the minimal price possible and like you said have those rookie cards out there because you never know who's going to pick up one of those rookie cards. What what happens if somebody picks up that rookie card that's, like, super, super famous? What if Metallica picks up that rookie card? Or, or for you, what if Lil Wayne picks up that rookie card? You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, it, it was really discouraging back then. And it's just such a such powerful thing now that everybody has. And I, I wish more musicians would get into it. Because, unfortunately, I don't really see too many in the space yet. It's mostly just artists that are doing photographs, people doing generative art, people doing pixel art. And uh, we need to get, like, more musicians into this space to actually start knowing what's up, you know. And, uh, you know, that's why I was so pumped to do this one with you, because I, I finally got to talk to a musician like myself. So it's a breath of fresh air having you in here. <laughs> hey, bro, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Like, you're you real one. I appreciate it, man. And I want to hear your music, G. Like, I wish you were still making music. And I mean, I know you are, but, you know, I mean, like, but shit, man. I feel you. Um, with like, it's funny you say that about a famous person seeing because like, I don't know if you saw it today, but Jay Z had his um, a space today with Netflix, and there's like six thousand people, seven thousand, eight thousand people on there. But like, you know, he was just chilling at his house, like, and it was just crazy. Like, you can t not, I don't know if he was, but you can tell he was just chilling, like somewhere, like in a large room or something. It's like kicking back. And just talking about his movie and stuff. So it's like just going to spaces. He was bringing people up, and they were saying at the end, like they're gonna do it again some other time. Like they want to do it some other time. Like, cause they're just like kicking. Like it was just like us right now. Like, 
just raw shit, like just talking what what was going down, like what what they were doing and stuff. But like, bro, I'm telling you, like Twitter space is is like, it's the future. Like, I don't. It's like, I don't know. It's 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 like MySpace like 2.0 to me. You know, like it's, unintended. It's really great connecting with so many different people on different on the same level, different types of artists, different types of musicians, like you yourself, Irie. Or Ari, yep. hey, Ray, sorry. Yeah, yeah, bro. We, we, you, Greg. yeah, we we appreciate you coming in from you know the music side and sharing with Dave because we've seen other artists from other from other stuff like you know drawn and NFTs and stuff like that, but to hear the music side, we appreciate it. I appreciate you all for having me and let me speak upon it because you know I've never had this opportunity really, so it's really a blessing and I appreciate it. You know, it's you know like you're saying it's hard as shit to get your music heard like it like now it's it, it's not like with everyone like listening now like sure they not everyone might listen to it but at least some people can go check it out like it's it's so much easier is what i'm saying for like you just get your voice out there and just like to know who you are like i'm i'm on tiktok too but like it's not it doesn't compare to this and i actually kind of got turned off by how tiktok is like their algorithm is kind of like I don't like it because it's like a, a lottery ticket. Like you can make the funniest or like coolest or most informative video or best mute song. And you might not hit that algorithm just because it's not in the niche. And like, you're not hitting what they, what they want you to talk about, which they're very, very specific about their algorithm. Like you just have to be persistent about what you're talking about in your brain. And I'm kind of like, not all over the place, but I like expressing myself. So when all my videos per talk, like pertain to music or, you know, whatever. I'm like talking about some like not even like sensible, like just joking around or something. Like I know, guys. I seem serious, but I I just get nervous. To, like I'm new still, but like I I do joke around, you know. But like yeah, it's just like it's it's a different world over here because you can speak just one on one, like a phone call. Like I I've been on this Discord, but I never been like in a Discord where I just like had people to speak with i guess i never even did a, like a phone call in discord to be honest but in the future you know that's bound to happen but like but like this is just so it's so cool because like one retweet can bring someone from across the whole freaking like country i mean world that you never knew and you're just like you're just clicking with each other and it's just like it's wild like even you like you're right up you're right up above me man like it's crazy like i don't know it's a whole it's a whole new world. I don't know. Like I can't process it. So like, I can't, <laughs> I'm always on here because like, I'm always learning something. It's like, it's like a new, it's like a new school and a new, a new family. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I, <laughs> and there's so many good people. You do have your trolls and stuff, but you know, it's funny when they come in sometimes and attempt to, you know, take over, but you know, you have, you have those people who care about you. I appreciate everyone in here. Like, I love y'all. You, there's not nearly as many trolls on Twitter spaces as there is in, in other spots. Um, you know, the, the one thing I noticed, though, I, I was watching some of your videos on YouTube, and I think it's funny that whenever somebody says that you suck, you pin their message at the top and put a heart next to it. Does that is that something you do to be like a, a fuck you to the person, or is it something you use like for motivation to uh, to push harder the next time around? Uh, wait, <laughs> wait. I'm sorry, what do I do? I on my Twitter? 
No, on, on your YouTube. Uh, I saw one of, one of your videos and somebody was you how you're like a, a shitty rapper or something like that. And then you, you pinned it up top so everybody could see it and everybody was shitting on that person. So I was just curious if you if you do that as like a motivational thing or if that's just like an F you to the person. Um, I just do it because I feel like those people need attention. So I just let them have their attention up top, right? Like if you're going to hate, you might as well get the spotlight, right? That's how I look at it too. What's that? I said that's the same way I look at it. If if yeah. you want if you want to be the class clown, we'll put you in front of the class, right? <laughs> Hundred, bro. I feel that. Like, I, I mean, I was in. I had my days when I was in sixth grade, and I I made fun of this guy. I was, you know, I was a kid, so like, but he was he shoots my music videos now. Like, it was it's crazy because like, he's like ten years older than me, but like, I was making fun of him on YouTube. And I, I learned my lesson, but now he's like a good friend of mine. Shout out to J Law, like Jamie Lawrence, man. He's a he's a great guy. He I, t- I told him he got, he's got to get on here. He's he shot my Mario Judo's video. I don't know if you guys know that guy, but anyways, like yeah, man. I just I don't know. <laughs> Do you skateboard? Yeah, bro. I be skating. I'm just skateboarding all the time. Snowboarding, uh, dirt biking. But yeah, bro, I love skating. Yeah, so I saw on your one video that you do Winter Fate that you're in the skate park, like the whole video. So I was curious if you do skate or if that was just something you were doing for the video. No, I do skate. If you ask me to do a kickflip, I'll do it. <laughs> if you do me, if you tell me to go alley instead of stairs, stairs, I'll, I'll do it depending on how big it is. I'm not like a daredevil, daredevil, but I'll, I'll, you know, I fuck around. I can grind and shit, but I'm not like, I'm not pressed about skating. Skating is just like a, a, it's a release for me. Like I've always looked for like releases you know everybody does but skating's one that just always lets me free and stuff you know you know when you're on that board and you're just kicking it man like it's just like it just feels so free and like you just ride and just feel that 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 vibration on your feet and just like getting in the air and just just floating on that board is just something different i don't know it's it's a craft it's an art and i respect skaters like i'm not gonna say, i'm not saying i'm good at all but i'm just saying like it's just it's a fun it's a fun way to like release yourself creatively, like in a sport. I feel like. And I I used yeah. to skateboard, but then I got too paranoid that I was gonna like break my leg, so that I stuck with, I stuck with like longboarding and stuff. And even that gets pretty hairy sometimes when you're bombing hills and stuff. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know. Longboarding's scary too, bro. Like that. Those those wheels stick out so far. The trucks, man. I was on my penny board one time, and I kid you not, gee, I fuck it. I, I slipped up and, like, caught the wheel with my foot and just slammed my shoulder on the ground. And it's just, it's it's been PTSD ever since that. But, like, it's just, yeah, I, I feel you with that. It's still scary riding longboards and everything. And skating is scary. And, it's, like, it's definitely, I respect skaters. They I don't know how they do it, but, man, you see some people, like, Nigel Houston, he's one of my favorite skaters. I don't know about y'all. And Bear Margera. But yeah, like growing up watching them was always inspiration. Like uh, Stevie Williams, what kind of uh, who's your favorite skater? Uh, you I was a big Chad Muska fan growing up. Oh, okay. uh, Brett, I'm trying to get you up here, but it's not allowing you to uh, accept your mic. If you want to leave and come right back, Brett. Brett's a huge skating fan as well. Yeah, so I'm trying to get him on here. Hell yeah. So, so in the in the song that you're selling as your um as your NFT running right, uh, yes. what's the inspiration behind that song? 
The inspiration behind this one? Yeah, what's the inspiration behind that? I think, well, I think, well, I was just going through a time in college and, you know, I was, I didn't go to college. I know it sounds stupid, guys, but like, I'm going to say right off the bat, go to college because you want to. Don't go to college because someone told you or because you want to make someone happy. Like you'll you'll regret it, and you you'll be paying your college debt if if that's what you're gonna be in paying it by yourself, because that's what I'm doing. Because I wanted to go to school for my mom. Like I went to private school, but my mom was my first grade teacher, and like I don't know, I just wanted to go for her. I I felt like it was necessary, so I didn't. I didn't want to make her disappointed, so I went to school. I got my degree in sports sports and exercise psychology, and I got a like minor communication studies, but I never used it. Like, I was really just like in my beginning. I think it was my sophomore year. I was nineteen years old. I think, yeah. And I was just like, man, I just want to like drop out. Like, I didn't want to do it anymore. Like, school was such a drag, man. Like, I love sports, and I that's why I picked that degree. So I was just like, you know, that's cool. And I like psychology, so it was like it's a tie between the two. But you just work on like you know sports side, but it's not. I didn't go for my masters and my doctorate, but I get the basics of it. But it's like I always pass in music. Like I would always be like coming home and working my music. I couldn't always because I was doing my schoolwork and I hated my schoolwork. I never studied in high school. Like I just did my homework at school and just like I don't know. I just got A's and B's and C's and just didn't really care about school. So in college, I really had to strap down. But like. I was like, I got to keep, like, I got to get out of here. Like, I was just, like, thinking, like, I just got to keep going. Like, and I just, like, felt like I needed to express, like, who I was and what I was going through. Because I was releasing music, but I don't think people were understanding, like, who I was. And I wanted to give them, like, a vision of, like, who I was, where I was coming from. And, like, you know, like, an authentic, real song. Like, I mean, all my songs are like that. But, like, that one, I just tried to touch upon everything and give a mixture of, like, who I am and you know what I stand for so like I released like an e-feud for that and it, it, it like I'm not I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm not gonna say it sucks because you live and you learn but in my opinion it sucks and I was like man like I gotta really just like really look at myself and really just reflect and show who show who I am and like not just be scared to just like make a song and like not express like what I've really been through like, I, I don't know, I was trying to break out of my shell more with that, really. But, yeah, college was, like, a huge motivation. But, like, still, I'm still motivated right now, like, where I'm at. Like, that still stands with me, like, this song. It's, like, I don't know. I think That's a lot the- of people, I think a lot of people face similar pressure from their parents. You know, I think, uh, myself included, my parents, they, they kept pressuring me to go to college, and I didn't know if I really wanted to do it. And, uh. I went there and I ended up dropping out after my third my third year. Um, I was only like twelve credits shy of getting a degree, and I I just figured it wasn't for me. And I think uh, luckily I had scholarships and stuff, so I didn't really accumulate too too much debt from it. But you know, make sure you know what you want to do. I don't know if there's any people that are like under eighteen and still in high school in here, but honestly, make sure you know what you want to do before you commit to something like that, because you could put yourself into some serious serious financial debt. And like it could set you back for a long time into your adult years. And the world need, needs plenty of plumbers and plenty of electricians and plenty of jobs that are vocational jobs where you don't need college or anything like that. You know, you could get a trade, 
you could trade crypto full time now. We have that we have that ability, you know, like there's plenty of people now that are much younger than me that are multimillionaires because they're trading cryptocurrency. And, uh, I mean, like, shit, man. I saw a little kid that was making NFTs the other day on TV, and he was he, he ended up minting something. He sold some shit for, like, $1.2 million. And, I mean, this kid's, like, 12 years old. So the sky's the limit, and it's just going to keep branching out for everybody. And eventually, you know, we're going to we're gonna see a new crop of millionaires and, and maybe even billionaires that aren't even 20 years old yet. And uh, I think that's super exciting shit. Most definitely, bro. There's so many, like, coming to spaces. Like, there's, there's William. There's there's the book. Like, they're, like, 13. One just, he's eight. But there's, like, a story with him. Like, someone stole his art. That's a whole nother debacle, but I'm not going to get into. But, yeah, there's a lot of young kids out here. Like, young Crypto, shout out to him, too. He's, like, they're out here learning. Shout out to anyone who's out here learning, trying to get ahead. because. You guys are going to be, like, you guys are the future, you guys. Like, for real. You guys know more. A lot of you know more than us. And I'm learning a lot from you guys. So it's, like, it's it's seriously, like, you guys are on the right track. And you need to just keep going these spaces and learning and doing what you can. Because, like he's saying, like, there's going to be a lot of, like, future, like, wealthy people out here. Like, they're doing the right thing by learning and going to these spaces. Everyone, if it's not a space for you, then you leave. You'll find one. Like, follow people in spaces, check them out, see what they're about, you know, reach out to them, send them a DM, say what's up, if that's how you feel, feel the vibe out, like, really, just, like, connect like that, and just follow along, like, you'll, you'll find your way, just feel, just feel it out, like, trust yourself, you know what feels right, what feels wrong, if it doesn't feel right in the space, then leave, find the space that feels right, you'll find your people, and, like, they'll stand behind you, I promise you that. Like I said, you know, we said the same thing about the community that we've been building, just like minded people, same kind of positive attitude. We've just been attracting towards each other like yourself. You know, it's it's great to hear your mindset as well like that. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on there, man? Uh, I actually have a question, man. Well, first, I wanted to say, man, I, I definitely appreciate you coming on here, man, and uh, sharing your talents and, uh, you know, putting your 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 talents and your music like that and your feelings and your music, you know, me being a, a engineer. I remember the the days, you know, uh, going through the the dictionary with my boys, you know, rhyming out of that thing. So, you know, I, I understand the struggle. Um, but I guess one of the the was it like a two part question, kind of. Um, can you maybe speak a little bit to the to the influence that maybe uh, got you starting to rhyme? I know for me it was, uh, you know, I'm I'm a huge Black Thought fan of the Roots. Uh, you know, so just his delivery and everything. So, can you maybe speak to that influence and then? Uh, earlier you were you were talking about scrolling uh open C and and checking out the music category and then I know you know when I went on there uh you know the 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 hip hop category was a little bit you know under underrepresented I mean can you maybe speak to to how you how you feel about you know the hip hop in general that's uh being being produced in the in the crypto world and how we can either you know improve upon it or or you know in that sense. Yeah, I definitely think we all have potential. Like anyone, anyone who makes music, I think can make an NFTs. Like as long as you believe in yourself for real, and you just you know keep your community coming, and it's providing for them and just showing that like, you care about them. I think that it will it will stick for you. Like it will happen. Just keep believing it. But like as far as Open Sea, like uh, I don't see a lot. <laughs> I don't see a lot. But yeah, I don't see a lot of like artists besides like spotty i see spotty like all the time on there like 
always on the charts. He was actually the first artist that I saw on there. And shout out to Spotty because him and like Spotty and Dill, like I really learned from them like a lot. Um, how they how they doing things, how they maneuver and stuff. Like they definitely got good blueprints. So I respect them a lot. That's kind of on us to like uh you know teach each other, especially in this NFT community. You know what I mean? It's so new. We're all we're all students of the game at at, at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, no one should come in here thinking like you can't learn from anyone. Like you can learn from anything, like anyone, like anyone. But like, it's it's crazy because like, like I'll just go in the space and like, I'll just go in like a space where Spotty is, or just like listen to him talking in space, and like it's just like you gain knowledge by just being in there. It's like, it's it's a blessing to be able to just hear people speak and know like them share what what they've been through and like what they like their knowledge and everything it's just like it's a blessing you know like i'm saying yeah 100 and that and it's funny enough like uh as spaces has come out um you know the last couple months man i'm i get i'm from following people in spaces and hearing them talk man i've gotten so many spaces that pop up on the top of my screen now man and, and you know i try to jump in as many as i can and just some of the knowledge that I'll be gaining from, you know, a lot of the people that are talking and, you know, obviously some people are better at some stuff and others. And then, you know, you get, you know, music, uh, uh, spaces and then you get the NFT spaces. And then, you know, a lot of the times you get, you know, combined ones, man. And it's just all kinds of people coming together, just sharing ideas, man. And that's, that's really what, what these, I think what these spaces are turning into, like you were saying, you know, you get, you never know who, who will pop into some of these things. And then you, you, you know, you kind of connect in that way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember someone saying Mark Cuban, I wasn't in that space, but it was Mark Cuban in that space. And like I'm saying, like Jay-Z was in a space and like, dude, like Jay-Z of all people is probably the most one I look up to the most when it comes to like, uh, strategic you know ways like his business ways like he's very smart like he he knows what he's talking about like shout out to jay but like i was trying to request to talk today and just ask him about like what he thought about nfts and like music because my man's has a punk as his profile picture shout out to jay his at name is sc bro it's sean carter mr carter guys jay i let you know yeah he yeah he bullish on on, on on all this so that lets you know right there yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying. Like he knows, he knows, he knows what he's doing. So, I definitely, if he's ever in a space, I'm, I'm, de- I'm there because, I don't know. Like you never know if he's gonna just like accept anyone. Like I'm not saying I will, but like that he was accepting people today. Like I'm sure if you just show up there enough, anyone can get accepted. You know, just like be pers- like be persistent. Like he might just recognize your profile or checking out. These are regular people, and they even said at the beginning, they're just regular people, but, like, I know, like, I'm a regular person, too. Like, I check out profiles, too. Like, I've been following some of you back. Like, bro, I followed you back. But, like, we're just regular people just, like, having a regular conversation. So it's, like, you never know if you just, like, he might be, like, yo, I, I like what is in their profile. I like their profile picture. Like, call them up, you know? You never know. You got to be optimistic. It's like always on behalf, like half full with the glass, man. Like I'm not saying it's you, I'm saying everybody. No, yeah, no, no, for for sure. And I mean, like that's all information that we all need to hear. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, with these spaces being so new, it's it that is what it is. You know, it's you know we see these big people showing up and they're actually connecting on a human level. You know what I mean? So we 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 get to see that, and it, it's it's cool as shit, man. I know you know some of the the spaces that I've joined, man. Uh, 
like I said, I was in that Cuban space as well. And it's it's cool to, to watch them break it down because otherwise you wouldn't even have access to them like that, you know, so. If anybody has any questions, feel free to just raise your hand or if you're already in the speaker box, just go ahead and speak up. All right, I got I got some more questions. Um, <clears throat> have have you have you come to notice that cannabis is one of the most prevalent things in the NFT space? Yes, sir. Shout out to Board Apes and you know, uh, not the Board Apes, uh, Stone Apes. Hey, shout out to Board Apes, but Stone Apes, bro. Yeah, David over here. What's up, David? Yeah, man, I'm a, st- a big Stone Apes. What up, man? How you doing, G? Still doing all right, brother. Hope you're still doing all right, my man. I'm glad you're here, G. Appreciate you. Always, man. My God. Yeah. I'm a huge uh, crypto cannabis, too. Like, love the tokers, man. Like, for sure. I knew it's a big movement and crypto buzz, too. But yeah, man, I'm trying to collaborate with everybody. I actually got a little derivative with. Uh, the Stone Dave's shout out to Basil. Basil really hooked me up with that. He's a he's one of the first people I met, so he you know, took to check the- out Chronic Cats, getting one of yourself a crypto blunt. Yeah, crypto. One of, yeah, one of our good friends. He uh, he's he's in his he made his NFTs called Chronic Cats. He makes uh crypto blunts, and he has a uh, crypto. Was he have crypto pickle pipes or some shit like that? Yeah, something yeah. like that. That's crypto cats with the K too. It's this cat that looks all you know funny looking on the front. But no, he's Dustin's a good guy. He's got a couple uh, project hit. His kids got a project. He's got a project. His wife's got a project. They've all been in the space with Dave before, and you know it's always been a good time. And most of the time, like you're saying, weed's pretty prevalent. And oh yeah, I mean I'm down to collab with anybody. I'm just. That's another thing. I I want to incorporate my NFTs with weed in it too, because shout out to Wiz Khalifa for that. He was the first one to do it, but definitely get songs with like covers with that. So supporting that movement, hundred percent. I know James in here. Yeah, he might have a connection. You should probably connect with him down there. He's uh know some guys with some weed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, just hit me up. Hit me on hit my DM if you don't want to talk like up here. Or, Give me a follow. Let me know. I got someone requesting to talk, so I'm going to have to shift people around here. Go ahead and and, uh, remove me there, buddy. It's easier when I have a second co-host to handle all of the uh, requests and stuff, but our co-host has, uh, our second co-host has decided to get super stoned and eat a bunch of pizza. So. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm super stoned. I just ate a bunch of pizza. I came back from it. I'm always here, man. All right, well, maybe you could be our substitute co-host because this dude is high as fuck right now, and uh, I don't think he's going to make it back. I think somebody has to go send out a search party for Aiden. Dude, I will personally send out the search party. Who are we sending? I think Pixelsaurus is a great option. He's got a long-ass neck. He can see far away. So, uh, Ari, do you, uh, do you tend to write when you smoke, or you, do you write uh, lyrics and stuff when you're sober? Okay. What's up, Tisha? 
So what do you do? Do you, do you write when you smoke, or do you write before you smoke? I, I'm always high. All right. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess when I I want to come down or whatever, I'll, I'll always be like writing like lyrics down. But I won't really sit down and write a full song. I'll always just like shout out to Nico's. It's like he was in here. I think he. Oh, he's down there as a listener. But yeah. He would do this. It's called, I don't know what exactly it's called, but it's like some gibberish. Like I'll just like mumble my words into my songs and get a flow going, and I'll hear the flow and I'll come back to it. I'm kind of, I'm giving my sauce away, but like I'll come back and hear like my lyrics or uh, a word that I think sounds good, and I'll plug it in and or just you know work with it and just you know make it like a puzzle piece. And I mean that's more fun than me writing down and sit, like a, it can be. It's fun, but I like that like more. I feel like it's it comes out more natural for me and I've been doing that for like since probably I've been I mean I don't think I've really been doing that all the time I did like write lyrics like sit down on my notepad and write lyrics like the last ones like but I just feel it more when I I do it like that so trust me as a as an engineer I'll, I'll tell you a lot more people do it like that than you that than you would think man that's a that's a that's a good practice that's a good practice thank you bro. I appreciate it I used to, when I used to do um, like lyrics, I always used to struggle because I used to find myself at all times trying to rhyme everything, and like it works at times, but like with with a lot of like metal music and stuff, it it gets kind of like you're trying to sound like you're evil and shit, and then you're rhyming, and then you sound like you're fucking Mary Poppins, you know, and it's it just gets like difficult sometimes to like that's where I get like writer's block. Like I'll be sitting there and I'll be pulling out like a thesaurus and I'll try to find the word that rhymes with like, like hurricane or, or, or something that's like a, a synonym for hurricane. That's just like an example, you know, but it, it, it drives me crazy. And like, how do you deal with your writer's block when you get writer's block? I used to go out and I used to skate. That's how I used to handle it. I feel you. I, I feel you on that. Um, and looking up a word, Honestly, guys, like, yeah, like, if you get stuck with a word, just look up a, like, use, use, like, your dictionary, like, help you find a word that feels right for it, like, it's not always, an, you can hear a word, but you might not know what you're looking for, so just, like, search through and see what you can find, like, it is a puzzle piece, like, you have to really, like, put it together to make it sound right, you know, make it the best word you can make, but, like, with writer's block, my, like, my method, really, I don't, I'll, I don't, I'll just go after it still. Like, I'll just start creating, I guess. Like, just going with it. Like, I can't, like, if I, if I don't do anything, then I'll just, I won't do anything. But if I just start taking, like, an action, like, just start making a beat, like, and I'm saying, like, just, like, starting with a snare, like, or just starting with a, a kick, like, it, that automatically inspires me to just start, feel like, feeling it. Like, if it's not that day, then, you know, try the next day. But, like, I'm always, I always know, like, like I'm saying, like, there's always the next day like to you know there's always another day to improve on what you want to do like there's always room to get better so like that's what i'm saying like i don't really try to get stuck in the writer's block because it writer's block just it makes me think of like a writer's box and it really thinks puts me it makes me think i'm in a box and it, it really does put me in a box and i'm just like thinking too much so i'm just like nah bro like you gotta look past it it's just like a you gotta like just power through it and just do whatever you can do even if it's like writing a line or just like writing an idea or something just like get yourself started 
and don't like just don't like don't <laughs> just don't wait because the more you wait the more the less inspired the less inspired you get and then you get put in that like box and it's it sucks and it's like you just gotta you just gotta let it out and just do what you can and just know that it will come back because it will you'll get that inspiration again you just gotta believe how bad are these gas fees messing you up as far as sales go <laughs> i mean honestly it's i don't really care because like i'm just waiting i only have like two like two sales on on this nft so far as far as I, like i know i don't i haven't took my email in a while but like I'm not worried about it because I feel like eventually, like, I'm going to get in these spaces. I know that. I'm going to get around the, the sharks, the people who are going to be looking to collect. Eventually, they're hopefully be good people that are going to be looking to collect, like, big groups of people. So I'm just going to throw myself out there and someone, you know, willingly believe in me. Be like, yo, I really, like, mess with this collection. I want to, like, promote this or, you know, something like that. So I'm really believing in that and, like, my mentor just wants me on Ethereum and for another reason, like I just feel like with Ethereum and like what I'm doing, like it just makes sense. And I'm already on OpenSea. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, this is another thing too. I don't want to like come off like off branding because OpenSea is following me on Twitter and I know they're like, not, I'm not trying, trying to sound egotistic, but like, they're following me, so they're watching. They can see my tweets. So if I'm going to go to another platform, they're going to be seeing that. So they might not care about what I'm doing. Like, if, if they see more people coming to my my NFT and purchasing it, then I'm going to get verified on there. So I just know, like, it's a smart move to just stay here because it's just, I don't know, I feel comfortable here, and I like OpenSea. Yes. Plus? Oh. Go ahead, Dave. I was going to say, plus, you are, like, one of the first people in the music NFT game. So long as you stick with it, there is the chance that somebody's going to want to just come and buy out your work for hella expensive because you are one of the first. Eventually, that will be a historic thing. We are right in the beginning of this entire thing right now. Have you, have you noticed that, uh, well, let me rephrase that. Has, has Twitter spaces uh, increased your following, like, exponentially? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty, it's like, Twitter, it's Twitter on crack when you go on Twitter spaces, man, because, like, your, those retweets get start, like, passed around, and, like, start, people start retweeting your spaces, you get, like, a lot of people coming in, and then you start, like, they come up, and you talk to them, and then you're like, shit, man, like, I just, like, I've been following people in here, just, like, speaking to people, like, it's just so easy to just like connect with people is what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. And then you can go in a space and like, I mean, it's, I, I even fall guilty of going to a space and like not even like talking to someone. Just like this listening to them makes me follow them because I'm like, dude, I want to go into a space again where I hear them or like go in a space where I, wherever, wherever they are. So I'm just like following them around. That's how I feel about it. But like, yeah, it's, it's a blessing having Twitter spaces because I met some amazing, amazing people like for real, like, like the best people I could ever meet my whole entire life. Like I'm not even saying that on those corny shit. I'm saying on some real shit. Like, hey, you guys are like seriously. Like I can be myself and I feel accepted. And you guys, you guys are you. You're real people. Like, you know, we're talking out here and it's we're just keeping it real. Like this is just like I'm kicking back in my my house right now. Like I'm just it's it's just like 
it's just like we're just chopping it up and just talking like it's nothing like tiktok you know what i'm saying like we can actually communicate yeah and it's real what's up Butch? you got a question or you want to just say something oh no i didn't even know i requested i'm just chilling all right. Hey, I got a question. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Pete? Yeah, hey, Eric. Uh, what's up? Uh, what's up, everybody in the room? I saw a couple of mutuals. What's up? Uh, thanks again, Astro. Always going to shout out y'all for giving me that AMA. You guys are so cool. Uh, Eric, I want to ask you, how do you feel? Because uh, I know you said you don't make uh, beats a whole lot, but just in regards to, you know, instrumentalists, because I think as far as, uh, as, far as uh, collaboration goes, like uh, instrumentalists, you know, beat makers, whatever you want to, however you want to uh, label them. I think uh, those people should be really looking into, you know, taking their taking their instrumentals, taking their solid tracks, you know, no vocals, whatever, and finding people to collaborate with. So I was wondering, how do you feel about, how do you feel they should go about that in regards to licensing and everything? Some people don't, because lots of guys, lots of guys play the license game, and they take that one song and they put it all over the place, and it gets licensed so many times. But I've had songs that I license stuff just on Instagram, you know, and I hear it in a YouTube video for somebody doing a tutorial. I was just wondering, how do you feel about that whole situation and for people that want to get as much money as they can from their music, how do you feel they should go about it, uh, you know, in collaboration and selling beats to people and, you know, passing things on uh, and just, and, and just uh, my bad, I'm starting to ramble, uh, trying to get to the point uh, where um, for NFTs, you know, like you sell somebody a beat and then it becomes part of the asset. And should they believe in, you know, waiting on the royalties and that asset going forward and that uh, NFT being resold and waiting for the name like that? Or do you think they should just, you know, stand with their music and try to make money off their music first instead of collaborating? Honestly, it's, I mean, it's up to the the producer. I mean, I've like I said, like I'm, I haven't been on another producer's beat since last year, but like, I don't, that's an, that's the thing, like, if you buy off them, how are they going to get royalties? Because, like, it's streaming as an NFT, so it's like, I get that, so it's probably fair to do the split royalties, like, I'm on OpenSea, so it'd have to be someone splitting with me, and I get it, they, they wouldn't have the royalties given to them until that NFT starts going up in price, I get that, too, so it might just have to be, like, I would say, like, pay that if pay in advance and buy a beat and then you still get the royalties i would say like i mean honestly with that i would be like 20 percent like or if you know if that doesn't work 30 but like yeah because that's i think that's what the issue comes in is the negotiating and you know because everybody values that work differently and i think it should be uh uh i think there should be just a process where you know people that want to negotiate and figure out those royalties they can work on that I think some people should probably just, you know, go ahead and, you know, just send one out, you know, just like, okay, I'm not going to worry about getting, you know, paid off of this track forever, but I want it to be a part of somebody's art and I want it to go on, you know, just like, turn, you know, take it and take the music, you know, even though it's a music track, just think of getting it out there the same way, you know, that the generative people do theirs and the one-on-ones and stuff like that. Because like you said, that's why I think the problems going to come for a lot of people is, thinking about the long term and how many times can they get paid from that one song because that's the best thing for uh, musicians is the royalties, you know, the streaming and all in this day and age, but there's a there's an aspect of NFTs that once they give up their music and let it be a part of somebody's project and it does make it harder to get paid down the line. But I'm still working on, I want to get one that I have uh, 
with someone so so I can go in there and open sea and find out what all those are uh, you know when you add a collaborator to a collection I haven't like I can't see what the functions are after because I haven't sold the NFT yet but I think that's going to be the biggest hurdle is you know the negotiating between the people but like you said it's going to be up to you know the artists on both sides the person who has the music and the person that wants it but, uh, I'm glad to get your input input on that I appreciate the question, bro. But yeah, like, man, like I, I feel bad because like some people are like, someone made me this NFT, like my profile picture. And it's like I'm not selling it as NFT, but like it's on my, it's on my like portfolio, it on my OpenSea. So I feel bad if you. I mean, I want him to like, if he sold it, it'd be cool. But like, I don't know. I just I feel, I feel like the collaborations definitely need to be figured out, and people like. Like giving me like this stuff, like I feel bad. So it's like I want to be able to like if there's if someone's gifting me stuff, like I want to be gifting them stuff. Like if my like with my NFTs, like if they're gonna if they're gonna give me like help with my NFT, then I'm gonna give them that NFT. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what like, I do. Uh, I, I've been getting a lot of airdrops here lately, and some of it is some just some random stuff that even, I can call myself imaginative all day. It's like man, I would have to I would have to work with that you know, specific thing that they gave me. But uh, when people give me stuff, like if it's somebody I collected from or when I collect stuff, I, my thing that I'm doing is I take it and I always ask them, I'm like, hey, you mind if I use this in another in a new piece? And I was like, yeah, you bought it, it's yours, do what you want with it. And I'm like, okay. And then, but uh, I take it and I remix it. And my plan, my little, my little poor man's angel investment thing, I'm going to try to do whenever uh, something that I've uh, used from somebody else sells, I'm going to give them a piece of it. And I'm, it's hard to see, you know, character on the internet, but that's my thing. That's my little Robin Hood effect that I'm trying to get going. But, and I think that's a good incentive for uh, musicians. Just keep in mind, you know, like if they want to, anybody wants to play the long run and get them royalties, let them do that. But if anybody, you know, thinking about, you know, art for right now for advertising, because I think, I think that might be uh, insulting to some people, musicians to think, oh, my shit is only background music. Oh, my shit is only ambience. Because, I mean, somebody's sitting there making music all day. That's their art. And, you know, that's like number one. That's what they have to present. Like me, I do stuff with photography and digital stuff. So that's my number one. But I feel like it's all equal. But I think there's something weird that happens with that marriage sometimes where it's like, unless it's, you know, musician and lyricist, vocalist, sometimes with the art, it might be, I think some people might have a mindset of, oh, well, I don't want my music to be in the background. But for me, my little interludes that I have, the music makes them better. It's like, I can make a slideshow all day, but. Who wants to watch a silent show? You know what I'm saying? Like a silent film, music makes everything better. Yeah, lately I've been, uh, the music I've been writing is primarily uh, soundtrack based. I've been uh, featured in a couple documentaries um, as background music and stuff like that for it. And you know what? To be quite honest with you, it's, it's a lot easier because I don't have to deal with fucking musicians anymore. And I could kind of just do my own thing, make my own music at my own pace. Because I don't know how many of you are musicians out there, but we're like the flakiest fucking people on the planet when it comes to like being responsible and being there and making sure that you're on time. A musician is like the shittiest person to rely on next to a cocaine dealer. All right, so whoever wants to talk, feel free. I second that. Hey, I got a question. What's up, Desire? What's going on? Um, so I, I'm an NFT artist, but I also uh, do a lot of hip hop. It's been a long time. I've been focusing more on the art part, but, um, 
I have songs on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Is it frowned upon or anything like that to take a song that I have already on Spotify or iTunes and make it uh, NFT or combine it with art for an NFT? No. It's free game. Free game. Wild Wild West, bro. Do what you want, man. Take whatever you art you want. This song is already on Spotify too, but this is one of my favorite songs by me, and I made it into an NFT. It's special to me. So whatever's special to you, and you can talk about it. Will be special to someone else, man. So do what you want. Hell yeah! Now, is it like a um, certain time limit whenever you add a song or a clip or something like that for as far as music goes for NFTs? Like, should I break it up into clips or do the whole song? Or I would say, in my opinion, I mean, you can't. You can do. I think you can do the whole song, but like, don't do that. Make your NFT like the one I have up here, just like. It's 15 seconds long, so like get your favorite clip of the song and like make it 15 seconds, and then just make it unlockable content with like a Google Drive of the MP3, which mine has. Like that MP3 will make you able to you know use it for whatever, and you know put in your library. If you have Spotify, if you don't pay for Spotify a month, and you want to listen to my song, you just can put it in your library because you have the NFT. So that's the thing with NFTs. Like I'm trying to get away from the str- the streaming platforms. Like my yeah. next song. Like I, I'm, I was supposed to release like last month, but I, I kind of, I got into this and I'm like, kind of falling down this rabbit hole. Right? Like, man, I should just, st- yeah, like I'm, I should not be releasing on those platforms first. Like, I'm gonna do these NFTs first, and like, if people like the song, they're gonna hear that clip of it there first, you know, and then buy it there, and then they get the MP3, and then once that gets traction, I might put it on this. I mean, I'll put it on there eventually, but it's not gonna be right away, you know, because I don't want. It's, I want this community to be built here because I, like, full-on believe in this community. Like, it's the future. We all, we all like, we're on a different level than all those other platforms. Like, we have photographers who, shout out to Jess, like, she was on Shutterfly and she, like, it's 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 bad pay, like, anywhere. Yeah. Like, I, like, even, like, you can be a travel agent and be making an NFT and, like, selling stuff. Like, it's literally the future, so anyone can do anything with it. Not so. only that. Got the, yeah. You got my wheels turning, so you could take a song and break it up into so many pieces, come up with different pieces to add to those pieces, and make a whole damn collection out of one song. Yeah, thanks. You can do whatever you want. You can make a whole Google Drive full of an album, bro. Yeah. You know? It's, it's crazy what you can really do with this stuff. And it's, like, you can make it even more personable. Like, if you want to make an NFT that, think like, if like you know those nfts like where it's just like those owners only if you want to have that for like a vip like if you own the nft you get a vip or something like that it's like it's endless packages you can with the utilities you can incorporate with it like you can meet up that's dope so now now they're doing now i know they're doing like fractionalization of of uh nfts where you could basically split an nft up into portions and stuff like that but what about if you know, like Designs was just saying, what if you could fractionalize an album or fractionalize a song? So right. if it's three minutes in length, you split it up into 30 10-minute segments, and then you would sell the song like that, and that could be, you know, and then you're getting, like, royalties off each individual piece. I, 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 I don't know. There's, there's just so much to think about as far as this goes. Like, we're, we're so early. Everybody's so early in this. It's crazy. Yeah. You can add a different. I just want to chime in. Uh, sorry, designs, but I just want to chime in. Speaking as a consumer minded, 
I think the fractionization of a song would kind of be a rip off in a, in a tone. I think the best uh, part would be, you know, pick out the best segment of the song. And then, like uh, Ari said, have the uh, unlockable to get the full song. I think some people might look at it. If you had a three-minute song and it was cut down to, like, 10, 30-second spots, some people might feel a little odd. Like, okay, why seem like you're trying to get as much money off of one product as you can? I think the fractionalizing a song would be kind of weird. I heard people say, you know, doing that with the film or a short film or something, and that would be cool. I mean, just just me, I think the song up would be kind of kind of eyeball. Nah, a-, a right. Here's here's what you got to do. You got to make the unlockable content the entire like base part of the track. You only upload the treble half. You make them have to put it together by themselves. But it, it just just make it a whole pain in the ass process. That's the best way to go about it. I think I'm gonna do that. Honestly, I think that's the best way. Honest. I, what do you guys think? There's a uh, dude. I was thinking, and he has a whole lot of music. You can check him out and see how he does it. Because he does it the way you said it, Ari. He has the clip of the song, and then the whole thing is unlockable. Hey, hey Ray, can I ask you where you've been minting your NFTs? I've been lazy. Oh, did our co-host just get rubbed? Uh, yeah, he got rubbed before too. I'm back again. Come on, bro. Get a better Twitter account. Slack. I know, account. really. More Slack. Man, oh man. So this is this is what I was really thinking. Not 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 so much as like breaking a song into segments, like I was saying, but I'm thinking like from a producer standpoint, right? Let's say. Let's say somebody is a saxophone player, right? And saxophone player would record the stems for a song, just their saxophone part, and they could sell that stem to the producer so they could actually fractionalize like their stems for the particular song. Or like if you have a it would it would help like like uh people that are like recording musicians, people that just do like uh you know, like their their stage musicians or something like that, that like session musicians. Yeah, could actually, these people could end up making more money by by being session musicians because they could sell their freelance work as NFTs over rather than you know going to a studio, sitting down and and doing all that shit. I think that's pretty much what I was thinking. Not so much breaking a song in parts because then it's going to sound like shit anyway when you break a song. You're going to have a gap in air in between every couple seconds. Oh, go ahead, Nikos. Hey, thanks. And I want to thank A-Rod for, for getting me into this music NFT thing. Um, and he, he got me started on the spaces. You know, my, my wife did jazz, but, but first one of the first spaces I went in was, was A-Rod's space, and he's always been awesome. But I want to elaborate on the whole NFT process. Um, I'm about to put out my stuff, and I'm actually doing the first NFT as like an acoustic track with like some hand drums. And then as someone buys that, it evolves into the next stage of production. And then I put out another NFT and then whoever buys that, it pushes it along to the next stage of production so that I can get paid as I'm doing the song. That makes, that makes sense too. And, and would they all end up falling under the same song eventually? Like, like I was saying, like with stems. So would you be laying the drum pattern first and then maybe putting a guitar over that and then maybe putting some other type of percussion instrument over that? Or, or is this going to be evolving into each song? Like, it, it evolves. Well, it's the same song, but it just, the parts. 
more parts get added to the song, so the production so it becomes fully produced at the end. That's a pretty unique idea. That's pretty much what I was saying with the stems. Like if if you sell stem by stem, and then the person would upload it into the master song itself. I mean, that's a pretty cool concept too. You know. Yeah, I'm just not comfortable with giving away stems. That's all. Yeah. So if anybody else wants to come up and just like give a shout out, or if you want to just talk about whatever, um, I was gonna, I, I was gonna ask Ari, where do you, how much does you do a lot of spending with your minting for your NFTs? I honestly didn't. Uh, I don't even have. I have this one collection that I'm. I have right up here. Like, that's the only one I have, and that's the only one that I really have minted. I have like, yeah, that's the only one I'm having. So yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing. All right. lazy, man. I don't have another question, man. I just wanted to, to man, give you a shout out, man, and 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 just say, man, I appreciate you coming on this space, man, sharing with us because we've gotten some good ideas off on this on this uh, spaces right here, man. So I actually I appreciate everybody for for chiming in. So good looking. Hey, I yeah. appreciate you, bro. Appreciate yeah, to the BitBoy crypto thing now, Lex. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to head out to an event for BitBoy crypto and hand out a bunch of flyers and go shake a bunch of hands, kiss a bunch of babies. Y'all know how that goes. So I'm talking about little by little. <laughs> Absolutely, changing the world one person at a time. You're my hero, bro. I'll be trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Dr. Green Thumb, you wanna you wanna come up and talk? What's up, Green Thumb, my G? Yeah, I'm just getting back in the house for a minute here. Let me uh give me a couple minutes here. All right, no problem. What's up, man. What's up Green Thumb? And hey, Nikos. Good, what's good? Yo. What's up, bro? I got a question uh for the uh, uh artist here. Hey, how do you feel about the, uh, the like the freestyle sessions that people have on Twitter when they go in the spaces and they come in and hold the cipher? What do you think of those? Those are dope. Depends. Those are dope. Yeah, it depends. I mean, for the most part, they're dope. Like I, I go in there, I listen. I never freestyled, but I do. I do think it's a good idea. You you can right there like show what you're about. But like honestly, like it's not me. Like so, I just rather go in a space and just get to know people and talk to them instead of just like rapping like if you if you like listen to me and talk like it'd be like all right cool he's like a cool person maybe i'll check out his music and then you just like organically do it not just me try to prove myself like all right rapping no offense i just i don't i don't know i just don't want want to do that i don't feel like comfortable so i don't try to do it i just like talking to people and getting to know people chopping it up so you think it's kind of like a show-off thing? I, I, I was doing it like a fun thing because, you know, welcome nah. people to show off, you know, because we're always talking about people being shy in spaces and things like that. And I think that's an excellent thing for, uh, you know, welcome people into a space for music because people come in and rap and you can hear people's style and how they flow, what their lyrics might be. I, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not knocking it. I'm saying it's like a good-ass way. I'm saying it's a great way. I just don't. I don't feel comfortable doing myself. Like I just rather go in a space and get to know people and like talk about their art or just like like that. I feel like there's a lot of artists. They, I mean, people are freestyling their spaces, but like I don't know if everyone's just in there to freestyle or everyone is in there to like really like 
know what you're like in there for like to promote your like i don't know promote your you can freestyle or like you have an nft because i don't know if everyone in there is like freestyle is into nfts like i've been in some spaces or it's just like random people freestyle so it's like depends i don't know i just don't i don't want <laughs> i'd rather just people always catch them at the end so i never i never get a good full scope always like catch the ass end of them so i can never get a full scope has anybody ever heard like a whole like from beginning to end like heard the whole show like when somebody holds a space like that no no. I've been in some weird spaces though. Like I thought I was going into an NFT space, and I ended up in some college football gambling space, and then everybody started making fun of me because I was talking about NFTs when I walked in there. So that that was like my ignorance because I thought like everybody in these Twitter spaces is talking about NFTs, and I got these guys going, "Shut the fuck up, we're gambling, bitch!" And I was like, "All right, dude. Well, uh, I'll just leave and go to like." the women's NFT movement over here because they're a lot more enjoyable to talk to than you guys. But yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, I think we do need a lot more women in the spaces too. Like, like I, I see Jess a lot in here and then in like every space and Jess is always like fun to listen to. And like, it's, it's cool shit to listen to a lot of the women that, that share in the space because we do have like, we don't have enough women in the NFT space at the moment. And it's, it's really, it's male dominated. And I think we needed a little bit of a shift because in my opinion, personally, I like looking at women's art a lot better than men's art. I think they just have a better touch as far as that stuff goes, but that's just my personal opinion. I, I don't really know, but you know, that's, that's just me, but I, I really, uh, I really think we, we have a chance to make a nice little shift in the NFT space and start getting some people in here that people don't necessarily look at too often. Like, uh, I also go into like African um, NFT spaces a lot, um, which I think is beautiful because like these people, they'll sell an NFT and they can support their family for a month with the sale of one NFT, you know, because it, it's very poor in their nations. And like if one of those people sells an NFT for half an ETH and they're getting like two grand, three grand, you know, that's that's a beautiful thing for these people. So we're, we're changing the world. That's all I'm getting at. We're changing the world here, people. Facts, facts, facts. And yeah, we definitely got some amazing women in here. I like Jess. I love you, Jess. Jess always holding down his co-host. Raj, I love you. I, I, if I don't say your name and you and I follow you, just know I love you. I love all you women, and all you, all you guys. Emily, I see you. Karen, I see you. Shroom, Shroom B, I see you. I love you all. But yeah, all you women. You need just use your voice and you come to my you can come to my spaces anytime and use my platform to talk about your art or whatever. Just express yourself. I'm not going to let anyone, you know, talk down to you or whatever, because, you know, people be in these spaces thinking like they're better than people. And it's like disrespectful. So definitely got to got to got to represent for you. all. So I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Love you. all I didn't even see Raj down there. Hey, Raj, how you doing? You changed your uh, the script on your on your letters there. It threw me off there for a minute. It didn't look like, like it looked like R, a pair of scissors, and then a G, and I was all screwed up. Your Raj is the queen of changing her PFP too. She loves she loves changing her PFP. She's a she's a whale. She's a shark. And a whale. She's she be buying a bunch of NFTs. She's in it. She's always like dropping bombs of knowledge like coming in, like just. Just talking about stuff that, like, I'm like, yo, when did, where did you hear this from? And it's just like, th- like, damn, thanks, Raj. Like, all right, 
Like she knows she's definitely down that rabbit hole, and she's definitely a huge influence in the uh, the women community too. And yeah, I just I love I love Raj. I love all y'all. Appreciate it, Tisha. I know I just met you today, but I followed you back. Much love. Come to my space anytime. Thank you, Tisha. Oh, Tisha. Nice sorry, my fault. That's okay. <laughs> nice meeting. Yeah, see sure. My friend has a question. Yeah, what's up? Hold on. Hey, um, I was curious. I've never bought an NFT, and I would be like a beginner. So, what would you recommend? Like, what do I do first? And that's my question. I would definitely study like what's like what NFT you really want to get into, and like what's behind the work and the team, and just like get comfortable and like go in their Discord or follow their Twitter page to see what they're about before you really buy one. Because some of these are just like rug pulls, we call them, where they just you buy for a certain price, and then all of a sudden they just you know all the money's gone, and they just they go away, and like the whole. All your money you invest into it is just pretty much gone. So just know what you're getting involved with and make sure the people are like present and just care about their community for sure. Okay, no problem. You. Nice to meet you. Uh, might I ask, have you have a, do you have a wallet set up to purchase NFTs? Have you gone through that process yet? I do have an. Uh, a wallet, my MetaMask wallet, and oh, no, that, was, that was for that for uh, Tissue. That was for the frame. I've been it. Yeah. Hey Tissue, does your frame have a wallet set up? Does she have her? You know, she Do what? Me? No, she doesn't have any of it. Understand it was like staticky. Twitter Spaces is the place to be right now. If you're in the want to get into NFTs, got to come to Twitter Spaces. Got to get a Twitter. Facts, 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 facts. You'll learn. You'll learn quickly how to get. Like, there's such young kids just learn how to set up a, a portfolio or just a, a wallet, and you'll be you'll be able to do it easily too. Just go into Twitter Space and you'll figure it out. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know we're talking about this right now, but I don't know. You can just sign up right now, download your MetaMask, or if you want to download OpenSea, you can start looking there and get your wallet set up. Like, it's not, you can, I mean, I use Binance, but yeah, you can do it quickly. It's not, it's not difficult as you think. You had that kid, uh, you had that kid beatbox in your spaces? Beatboxing? No, but I want that. What the hell? No, no, not, no, not beatboxing. The the kid D box that makes the little that makes the little Tyrannosaurus Rexes. So he beatboxes? No, no, D box. <laughs> D box. He's kidding. a beatboxing Rex. He's a beatboxing Rex. He's high. Uh, D box. Oh, D box. Who isn't D-box. high? Yeah. Yeah, the the little Filipino kid that makes the Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, supposedly someone stole his artwork. Like, really? do you know uh, King Boo Boo? I do. Yeah, like he was, he came into my space yesterday saying like somebody stole his artwork and stuff. And 
this was like just he posted a tweet about it. I don't I I don't know where it's at now, but like yeah, he was saying someone stole his artwork, but I don't know. Like then the guy like commented on it saying like they have like a deal worked out or something. I don't know what's going on with it, but I do. That's awesome. Like he's doing his work, but it's just it's messed up that I don't know what's going on with that. If that's the case, but yeah, yeah. he's very talented. Yeah, he's like seven or eight years old. He battled leukemia, and now he's doing his own thing. We had him in here. Uh, we were talking to him a few weeks back. He had his mom and his dad with him. And, uh, you know, that's what we really need. We need these little kids getting into spaces and stuff and, and getting into NFTs. That's the future right there, man. Like, I'll be dead, like, in uh, 20 years. My family, we all die early. So I want to see some little kids getting in here, making some silly artwork. And uh, I want to have gas fees low, so... If a kid wants to go and make his mom or dad like a, a Valentine's Day card and send it to them in, in an NFT, they could look at it 20 years later and it's still on the blockchain rather than it being a beat up piece of construction paper that gets thrown in the garbage. You know, I think that's something really cool. Like you could have keepsake moments from your children for the rest of your life. I think that's something that we really need to get into, especially like educational platforms, too. Like we need to start teaching this shit in school. We need to have people like in, in colleges, it has to be built into the curriculum where people could get master's degrees in blockchain technology and learning how to do like all this shit that like, you know, as artists, I don't know how to program, but maybe if I went to school, I could be an artist and program and do this stuff on my own and not have to rely on people and worry about people rugging my project, like you were saying, and stealing my money and all this other shit. Uh, I could go off on tangents about this stuff forever, but like, uh, like, I just want to say we need to get kids into this and and we need to get these gas fees under control so people could actually, you know, do do this stuff at a cheaper price. Because, I mean, if, if you're selling a, a $3 NFT and then you're paying $600 in gas, who the fuck is going to buy it? All right. I said my piece. I, I'll be quiet. You guys could continue. I feel you, bro. I feel you. But hope in, in ETH 2.0, we trust. <laughs> but. You know, we'll get there, bro. I just, like I said, like, I I haven't mentioned this, but, like, with, like, Ethereum, like, I'm just huge on Ethereum because with Polygon, I can't monetize my music, like, my NFT. Like, I want people to be able to monetize it and use it for whatever they want, like, make money off it if they want, you know? With Polygon, I can't do that. Well, they can't do that, you know? So that's a huge reason why I'm on there. But the gas fees, I get it. But the thing I about, it. Uh, my bad. Uh, sorry to cut you off. The thing about Polygon is like you kind of have to stick with it. Like if you put your money in Matic, then they're gonna charge you every time to go back between Matic chain and uh, and uh, uh, you know Ethereum's blockchain. And the thing about Polygon is if you choose anybody listening, if you choose uh, Polygon, kind of stick with it for a while. If you got money to throw around, you know it don't matter. You can do what you want, but if you you go with Polygon, kind of stay in there because every time you try to bridge and go back between networks, you're going to be paying extra and that's going to be on top of the gas that you paying, you know, to uh, uh, get your NFT as well. So keep that in mind, uh, people. Uh, Polygon, it's helpful, but it's kind of only helpful if you if you freaking stay there unless you got the money to throw away. But yeah, that's my piece on that. Thank yeah, you, thanks, sir. I think you, I think, sorry, Chronic. Yeah, bro, you just capitalize i'm not gonna capitalize go ahead chronic yeah, i was gonna say that's uh that's not the case for much longer by the way like not much longer at all you can actually profit from being on polygon network with your nfts and still have ethereum 
and uh, not have to worry about the bridging aspect of it. Tell me more. You ever heard of Astro Zero? Oh yeah, I thought I, I thought you was referring to something going on with a uh, Polygon and uh, <laughs> and like OpenSea's uh, Ethereum. But yeah, I know Astro. Actually, they're gonna be straight because they're they're uh, uh, the point seven percent. What's y'all's numbers? I'm I'm bad at recalling numbers. You know, Astro Zero is built on Polygon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like I said, if you uh, if you sell something for a hundred, you're gonna get uh ninety three out of it. Like what y'all y'all's a percentage on the gas is gonna be real real low, right? Yeah. So less, for me, to... less than a percent. I'm bad with the less... numbers. I'm trying to set y'all up. Sell y'all stuff. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> I, I don't really do this to shill a product, but, um, you know, we do this more for the artists. But um, the, I'll answer the question. It, oh, it's going to be. No, it's all good. It's just going to be less than 1% um, for commissions and stuff like that. It's going to be, uh, if, you, if you use the native token, it's only going to be a quarter of a percent. And it, the minting's pretty much pennies. So it's going to, it's really just to empower the artist so the artist could go and, you know, Reap, reap as much benefit as they can from selling their stuff. But yeah, you know, I try to keep this more more artist based. I don't really shill anything when I'm on here. I don't think that's that's the right thing to do. I really just want to give people a voice to talk about their stuff. I don't care if people are on Foundation. I don't care if people are on Rarible. I don't care if people are on OpenSea. When it comes down to it, our shit will sell itself. You know, so I'm not really concerned about that. Um, Unfortunately, we do have to get ready to close up the spaces. Um, I have something to do, and so does our host, Nate. Um, I want to thank you for coming out, though, Ari. Um, really cool of you to sit down and talk thank with us. Thank you very like, much. You know, thank, thank, thank you. Really you thank and you like I'm saying, bro, like I respect what you're doing. Like I just with OpenSea, like with them following me, it's like I have. It's like I gotta brand myself as that now. Like it's like just something I gotta like feel like I need to do, and I just can't switch up. Because no. I love we, you, man. Like it's just like that. We didn't bring you here to try to sell you on anything, man. That wasn't that wasn't the whole point behind this. I I dug your shit. I liked it, and I wanted to bring you on talk to you. That's all it was. It had nothing to do with anything else. It's all love. Like yeah, bro. I love that, you. That, that was my fault. important part about this community. You know, we ha we all have to uh, we all have to support each other and love each other, and that's the most important thing. And you know, you don't have that in many places. So I'm just fortunate to have everybody here with us. You know, I, I like talking to you guys and I just enjoy conversation, to be quite honest with you. And it's nice exactly. to talk to other Hell yeah. Thanks for coming and sharing, man. I learned a lot about music. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys. I appreciate you giving me the voice to be able to talk. And you guys look, I mean, like I said, Astro Zero, check them out too. Like they're doing stuff too, guys. So it's not just me, like looking, like look at, look at him too. Like, so much love. I love you. I appreciate Yo. it.